Hello and welcome to the Cedar Symposium. I'm Roy Peachy and today we have something slightly different for you. Rather than a conversation, we have a chapter from a book. In fact, we have a chapter from one of my books, 50 Books for Life, A Concise Guide to Catholic Literature, in which I look at 50 different books, writing about 500 words per book, just as an introduction to some of the classics through the ages, from the 21st century back to the Bible. And in particular, I want to focus on St. John Henry Newman, as he now is, canonised just a couple of days ago. Newman was one of the great theologians of the 19th century, but he was also a novelist. And so in this chapter, I look at Newman the novelist. Just a little bit of context. In the previous chapter, I'd been talking about Gerard Manley Hopkins, one of the great poets of the 19th century. So that's why he is mentioned in the opening sentence. Chapter 18. John Henry Newman. Callista. A tale of the third century. Brought up as an Anglican, Gerard Manny Hopkins was received into the church by perhaps the greatest of the Anglican converts, John Henry Newman. Newman is best known for his great theological works and for his luminous Apologia Pro Vita Sua, a book setting out the story of his conversion from Anglicanism to Catholicism that is widely regarded as one of the classics of the 19th century. This was an astounding feat, given the fact that it was written under incredible time pressure. Responding to a scurrilous review by Charles Kingsley, Newman brought out seven pamphlets in seven weeks, often working for 20 hours a day to ensure he met his deadlines. Even so, as Frank Cottrell Boyce has written, despite the frenzy and sweat in which it was written, the book itself is calm, serene in fact, and spacious and generous. It wasn't just the speed at which he wrote that made Newman such a remarkable writer. He was one of the greatest prose stylists of the century, and one of the most versatile writers too. In addition to his theological and autobiographical works, he also wrote wonderful hymns, poetry, and two novels, Loss and Gain, a fictional portrayal of an Anglican convert to Catholicism, and Callista, a tale of the third century. Newman was not alone in using every tool at his disposal to evangelise the culture of his time. Nicholas Wiseman, the first Cardinal Archbishop of Westminster, also wrote a novel, Fabiola, about the early Christian martyrs. Clister is not the novel Newman's enemies might have expected. The book begins by focusing on Agellius, a wealthy North African Christian who falls in love with Callista, a sophisticated pagan woman. While his Christian faith pulls him in one direction, his erotic desires pull him in another. This is no hagiography, in other words. The Christians, in Newman's novel, are as likely to conform to the comfortable pagan society in which they live as they are to resist it courageously. However, there are times when resistance is called for. When the Emperor Decius demands that everyone in the empire makes public sacrifices to the gods or face torture and execution, pagan mob takes matters into its own hands and sets on the Christians. As Callista tries to warn Agellius, the crowd sees her instead. In prison, she starts to have doubts about her pagan commitment and refuses to offer a public sacrifice as proof that she has not been tainted by Christianity, even though it might result in her being condemned to death. While in captivity, she reluctantly reads a copy of St Luke's Gospel that has been smuggled into prison and finds an account, and I quote, of a new state and community of beings which only seems too beautiful to be possible, 
and an ideal to which her intellect tended, though that intellect could not frame it. Here was a consummation of everything that paganism at its best had offered, and more importantly, an introduction to, and I quote again, one who was simply distinct and removed from anything that she had in her most imaginative moments ever depicted to her mind as ideal perfection. With incredible bravery and single-mindedness, she follows the truth as she discovers it in the pages of the Gospel, even though she knows it will result in her death. What began as a book about Christian complacency becomes a bold call to arms. Callista is a novel of the third century, but one of the 19th century as well. Though hardly read now, it speaks powerfully to our times too. So there you have it. A few short thoughts on St. John Henry Newman, the novelist. But don't take my word for it. Go and have a look yourself. I promise you, it's really worth the effort. Thank you for listening.